0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. Greetings. This is your host. D.J. McKenzie with the master key. Uh this Saturday noon we pray that your morning has been blessed. Dynamic, awesome. Pray that your Friday night was blessed. Uh my girls uh went to a meeting last night and um were sharing me this morning uh what a powerful time they had in the Lord. I'm so grateful to the Lord for their passion, their hunger that is increasing. More and more every day that I see uh taking place with them, I'm proud of uh to see uh their passion, to see their hunger, to see their thirst uh for the Lord is increasing, especially at uh, uh such a young age. Um, I have a daughter twenty four, uh daughter eighteen and a daughter fifteen. And uh just to see uh uh what the lord is doing and believing and trusting and standing on uh what the lord uh, has spoken over their life all of them have different um uh, agendas by the lord um, and uh, all of them is on different levels and they have nothing to do with age is everything to our passion for before the lord uh, i've seen uh as i was growing up in the lord Uh, I have seen, I've done a lot of traveling before in um, Asia, Africa, Europe, uh, various islands of the sea. So I've come in contact with a lot of people and gotten to know a lot of people. And one of the most beautiful things is um, uh, seeing the different uh, dimensions of God or or the different mindsets of God uh, as I have traveled. Uh, I've seen young people so mature uh different places I've gone, um, so mature in God, so on fire uh, for God. Then I go to other places, and uh, it's just sort of like here, it, it is here in certain places in America. I remember when I went to uh, the Philippines, uh, there's two churches over there that we support. I used to go over there once a year. I haven't been over this while it's time for a re- uh, revisit. But I remember uh, uh, when I went over there. And and the, and the thing is about uh, a lot of these third world countries, uh, uh, they don't have a lot of things and a lot of stuff that uh, we have. And I think that's been the greatest enemy to our spirituality uh, here in America. But nevertheless, but to see the young people have a young boy, uh, the boy had to be about... Uh, maybe 9, 10 uh, years old. And uh, he was playing the bass guitar, and the bass guitar was uh, taller than he was. And to see these people worship, uh, it's not like what we do. We, we do a little 15, 20-minute, 30-minute, sometimes 45 minutes worship. But these people, man, the presence of God was so heavy in there, and and uh, their worship was for seemed like at least a couple of hours. Nobody was tired. Nobody was weary. Uh, they just worshipped him, loved him, weeping and crying. The musicians weeping and crying, the worship team weeping and crying, a tangible presence of God, mighty presence of God. I think the thing that probably fascinates me is to see uh, their passion for God their love for God, but yet I see and this is where I think balance ought to come, but I see great levels of poverty, uh uh tremendous levels of poverty uh, uh manifested there. And I remember uh that one of the graces that's on my life is is in the areas of economic uh, empowerment. That's one of the graces for breaking poverty, and 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 when we understand the pattern of God, in order for poverty to be broken, uh, you, uh to be an instrument of breaking poverty, you you must have it broken off of your life. So God will take you through different tests, uh, tremendous tests, uh, uh, to be able to get you where He wants to get you, so you can become an instrument and a channel, uh, to break open, uh, for Him. And I remember I was uh uh there uh these are the kind of meetings that is mission meetings. Uh you don't go there looking for an offering. Uh you don't go uh taking up offering. So uh I went to do some leadership training to establish to um uh, uh the leaders uh in the things of God. So it it was kind of fascinating uh to see uh, a move of God and usually have great moves of God in third world countries for the for the mere fact that uh, they have not They they got to believe God. I mean, they got to trust. They got to believe God for a job. They got to believe God for food to eat uh, on a daily basis. Uh, a lot of the third world countries. So uh, it's not that difficult uh, seeing a move of God uh, in those kinds of places uh, than what we 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 kind of used to and in, in see here in in, in America, but. But nevertheless, I was um, I was um, uh, getting ready to end the meeting uh, one Sunday morning. I had all week, and and those people will I mean they will <laughs> they will suck the life out of you. They love uh, the word of God. They, they 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 just love it. They'll sit all day to night uh, upon the word of God. I, I never seen them like that before. And I was just wore out because it is a, about a 21 hour flight, and uh, and then I was in the country area, fl- flew into Manila, and uh, and then it's about a five hour drive after you did a, five, a 21 hour flight. It's about a five hour drive into the country area, so you got to really love God <laughs> uh, to be able to to do that. Uh, so I was getting ready to uh, leave, uh, uh, and they asked me to uh, minister Sunday morning, and, and the pastor almost begged me. I, didn't, I really didn't want to minister. I wanted to get uh, prepare myself for this long trip back, so I wanted to uh, rest. And it's, and it's a 12-hour, uh, I think it's 12, yeah, 12-hour 12, 12 different time zone. And so you've got to get your body acclimated. So when you first get there, you can't go right into ministry. You have to rest of the day, kind of get your body acclimated to their time. And so uh, after I finished ministering the word of the Lord, the spirit of God spoke to me and said, I want you to take up an offering. And I said, what, Lord? I said, these people's poor. Like, God don't know. I said, sometimes we just say some stupid things. Sometimes that was a stupid statement that I made to the God <laughs> that created the people. I mean, he know the nation. He created the people. He know every, the number that has on our head, so he know every person that was present. I said, and I kind of rouse he said, tell the people, uh, tell the pastor to interpret for you, because he had to interpret, uh, tell the people to bring their best gifts. And in 30 days, I will work miracles on their behalf. So I, I told the pastor, the pastor of the Lord spoke to me and told me to have you interpret to the people to take up an offering, tell them to bring their best offering in 30 days. He worked work miracles. It, I was shocked. See the response. People was weeping, crying, running and bringing food. says a poor country. They're bringing food. They were bringing pieces of watches and pieces of earrings. Uh, see, that's what I love about God. It's what you have, it's not the quality. Your heart makes the quality. And, and, um, so I they took. I, I left and went to my my room. I was soaking wet because they had no air conditioning there. And I um, I literally I was literally soaked from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet. You can even hear sweat in my shoes as I walked. Uh, uh, I went to my room, but I took a a, a, a couple with me. There was a member of our church at the time, and uh, they came knocking my door. I went to shower, and changed clothes. I said yes. I said they brought me an offering. I said the pastor me get it. I said I can't take that. And and they know the biblical principle, but you know, apostle you gotta take the take the offering. I went and took it and um I told them to just get the food away. And I took the uh, the money and the, the broken pieces of earrings and jewelry I still got some of that, uh, some of those things now just broken. Uh, it had nothing to do with the the broken pieces of watches and earrings, everything to do with those people's heart. And um to make a long story sure, I called the pastor back uh several um and maybe if, uh, several weeks back, a month back, uh two months later, and I said, How's everything going? How the minister come in, you know, doing the check up on him. He said, Great. He said, uh, just like the Lord said, He said for every day, for thirty days, he said miracles was happening everywhere for thirty days. He said on the thirtieth day it stopped, it ceased. How is it? Tell me, why do we can get people in third world countries to believe and to trust God more than our own people here in America? How can God work miracles so prevalent for them more than he can work it for us? How is it that it seems like they have greater level of faith than we do? They trust God greater than we do. Number one, they they don't have government assistance. We do. You always can find somebody to assist you. They can't, so it's God or nothing, and they chose God, and that's why God was able to move. So, but God used us to show them, to show them that he is their source, not the government, not themselves, and the supernatural was released uh, in, in that place. And the second time I went there the same thing happened, it was a different thing. But the Lord said, I want you to get one thing in your heart in your mind. He tell me to do that from time to time. Places I go, get one thing in your heart and your mind that you want from me from, want from me, bring your best gift. And uh there's a lady that brought her, came up. She have two sons that work on a ship. And I tell this story uh uh a lot when I'm teaching in areas of uh economic empowerment and development. And uh, she said she have two sons working on a ship she believed God for a raise and and um there's no room for a raise for them. I, I think they was the last people on the Obama total, but those kind of countries, a lot of the uh, these uh, luxury ships that you uh, go on vacation with these cruise liners, a lot of uh, uh, these uh, cruise liners hire Filipinos and Mexicans because uh, they know they can you know work for basically nothing, and so. Uh, I said, do you believe God? She said, yes. I put your offering in my hand. And I said, put your offering in my hand. Put your hand on top of my uh, hand. And I began to speak and released angelic assistance. That was on a Friday. And they put the offering in in, in the basket. So me and the pastor was at the mall, and uh, he got a text. That was my first time really seeing texting on that level. I'd never seen texting uh, uh, done like that before. It was more prevalent back then in the third world country than was over here. People text back then, but not like that. I mean, they really don't uh, uh, do phone calls. It's almost 100% texting. He yeah. got a text and he started laughing. And I said, well, what are you, what are you laughing about? I said, what's, what's, what's going on? What's happening? He said, remember the lady that you uh, asked you to pray for her son? I said, yes. She said both of her sons just uh, called her and told her both of them got a raise. Less than 24 hours. Less than 24 hours. These are the kind of things that need to be prevalent with us. These are the kind of things that God wants to do uh, in our lives. These are the kind of things he wants to do through us. He wants to flow, uh, uh, use us supernaturally, because think about it. You and I are born again. We're, we're, We're born again. And so therefore we're born again of the spirit that made the natural and he wants you and I to live in this realm and come to the place that the supernatural uh, uh, is no longer supernatural, but is natural to us. And humanity needs to see a greater demonstration of uh, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Humanity. That the unbelievers will begin to believe. But one of the problems is we got so many unbelieving believers. We struggle believing ourselves uh uh we struggle and I and, and I just come I just got out of men's prayer meeting uh uh with the men and uh one of the things that I was uh talking to them about is uh
2: uh
1: our intimacy with him. A lot of us uh we struggle in our relationship with God because we don't know him. Uh one of the most dangerous things uh uh in the world I have uh before I continue let me uh I think this person I have online here may have clicked, I don't know, um, uh, your number one seven eight six five four one. I see that you uh, uh, have clicked, uh, a qu- you have a question. I don't know if you've done that by mistake because soon uh, it's, it's been on uh, for a while. So you could click that off if you made a mistake. If it's not, then just keep it there and I will uh, come to you and uh, see what your question is. Uh, uh, but going back, he's trying to get us to come to the place that the supernatural become natural, and the world needs to see this. But do we believe God? But once again, I was sharing with the men that uh, one of the greatest struggle is uh, we know about him, but we really don't know him, and that has been so dangerous. And uh, to me, we're some of the one of the most weakest Christian, uh, some of the most weakest Christians here in in the U.S. than a lot of third world countries. Uh, I was making a statement. I see a lot of some, uh, some African pastors that God is raising up. Uh, uh, God needs to send them here to uh, evangelize the United States. Uh, these men walk in the realm of the Spirit second to none. Uh, they walk uh, in a relationship with God second to none. Instead of sending missionaries over there, uh, God needs to send missionaries from Africa now uh, over here. Uh, some of the greatest prophets I know uh, of is, 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 is from Africa now. Uh, tremendous uh, relationship uh uh with God, uh tremendous gifting, tremendous authority, tremendous power uh that flows from these men. And uh, uh but we over here we're inundated with knowledge. And I think this has been one of the greatest hinder. We're so inundated with information. And we really believe because we know some things that we have a relationship with God. That that has been the trick. That has been the trick. and 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 and, and we're, we're powerless. We, we over here, think about it. We have such a form of godliness. We know scripture. We got form down pat, but where's the power? And I'm not talking about just from the pastors, but the, but the lay people. We, the body, should be flowing in great power. We should be flowing in the supernatural, and we talk mistalk. talk. But we can never flow in the supernatural without God becoming a reality to us, without Jesus becoming a reality to us, without the Holy Spirit becoming a reality to us. And the only way the Holy Spirit and Jesus, the Father, can become a reality to us is we have to understand how he reveals himself to us. It's usually in a situation. Usually you get the knowledge about a thing. Then he create a situation for him to manifest himself to you in that situation. But we forfeit every time, because every time the Spirit of God creates a situation for Christ to become a reality to us, we fight Him. We fight Him, but we don't even realize we fight in Him. We fight Him, and we go to flesh, the armor flesh, for assistance. We go to the armor flesh for assistance, and we forfeit an opportunity to get to know Him. I personally believe, with all my heart, mind, my soul, and strength, that all of us, uh, uh, everybody in the world that is born again, all of us that is uh, uh, men of God, women of God, that is on this broadcast today, uh, by way of the blog, by way of uh, uh, you die straight or uh, you dialing in, tuned in with us, every one, last one, if you're born again, all of us should be flowing supernaturally. It have nothing to do with how much we fast, how much we pray. It have everything to do with how much we believe God. And a lot of us don't know him. We know about God because we go to church services. And I don't know why God is moving this way at this present time, but we're going to get into this prayer thing in a few minutes here. But, but uh, well, I suppose we are dealing with uh, the supernatural. We're dealing with prayer. It's, it's annoying. There's not a situation that you and I have ever been in that Jesus did not allow it to happen. The Father did not allow it to happen because he wanted to show himself strong to you and through you and to the force of darkness that was trying to manipulate you. Ladies and gentlemen, we really do serve a God that loves us. But love is not keeping you out of circumstances and situations. That's not love. Love is not giving you everything that you want. That is not love. Love is putting you and I in a situation for you and I to get to know him. Not know about him, that he become a reality to us. And that means it could be economically relational, health-wise. And I personally believe this right here. What area that God wants you to get to know him in, that is the area that he want to use you to cause people to get to know him in. If it's relationships, if it's health-wise, if it's economics, uh, you must, your faith, your trust, your confidence in God, it must, 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 must be tested. Paul talks, not Paul, Peter talks about the, the genuineness of our faith being tested, the genuineness of faith, faith and so many people don't even know what faith is i was talking to a young man on yesterday and, and, and i'm 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 really kind of grieved uh i know we're in a in a season that we're going to really experience economic uh, uh empowerment economic transfer and the wealth we're in that season and it's going to happen you you are going to be blessed let me see if i uh before I continue on this person that uh uh I'm gonna see if they uh have a question here. Excuse me for a minute here. Okay. Area code seven uh six five four one. You have a question? Uh,
0: Pastor, I was in your church one time, I don't remember just when it was, but in in February I broke my right hip, and since I've been discharged and at home and all, I can't seem to get my friends back. Of course, I had my 86th birthday, the 4th of December, and I'm just calling you because I need a word from God.
1: Well, I believe today is your day. I had one of my spiritual sons uh uh was here last week him and his wife and uh they minister here at the church um uh, this gentleman has been in pain for he said for years uh he ministered uh, excellent word spoke with him this week actually how he was doing what did the lord uh, minister to him while he was here, even though he was the minister. But anybody in relationship with me, my spiritual son, I always ask him what is God saying? He told me when he woke up the next day, he was pain-free. he said he'd been in pain for years. He said he don't talk about it. Uh, he just came to the face he just tolerates it. He was so excited that he was totally pain-free, nobody laid hands on the atmosphere, the presence, being in our presence, but restoration. I was at a business meeting in Tampa yesterday, and the gentleman was telling me about all kinds of ailments that taking taken place. And uh, the medication, he's on $100 a week. No, $100 a month, $100 a month, some kind of inhaler. I said, but do you believe God? See, this is a business meeting. I don't care about that. <laughs> uh, 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 God is God, and I'm not ashamed of Him. I said, do you you believe God can heal you? He was telling me. I said, I pray for you before we, before we I, I leave today. Getting ready to leave, I told I forgot about it. He said, oh, don't, don't forget to pray for him. Laid hands on him. He said, wow, his business partner with him. He said, man, you really can pray. He said, I felt that, but I felt it too, leave me. I felt virtue leave me and go into him. And I know it's done. Uh, the things that the doctors say they can't heal him of. But he got a miracle. Rick came for a business meeting, and this guy, he leads a group of Christians that have uh, access over a, a billion dollars. So I had a business meeting with him. I don't care about money. I care about the power of God. The money going to always come, laid hands on him, and the power got flowed through his body. He never experienced that before. But I'm, I know there's going to be a testimony you're going to give me a ring back and let me know when he go to the doctor what the doctor said. So I want you, now where do you have pain? My My back and my right arm
0: from my elbow all the way up Through my shoulder. Okay. I I, I can't hardly do anything with that right hand.
1: Okay. I want you then to put your left hand on the area of the pain of your elbow. Put your right hand there. I want all of those that that has joined us on this radio program this morning, let's release our faith. What's your name?
0: Blasphie.
1: Blessing game. So it's the game. Blassy, blessing game. A blessing game, okay. We're gonna we gonna we're gonna want you to join faith. We are the body of Christ. Let's join our faith. It's not God's will for none of us to walk in sickness and disease. Two thousand and twelve is the year of manifestation of divine wealth and divine health. So do you your hand on that elbow? Yes. Okay. Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we just lift our sister up before you. We deliver her into your hands, and no one is able to snatch her out of your hands. We speak dichotimatic morning segregation in the midst of all satanic and demonic manipulation against her body. We, by the blood of the cross, we command to be paralyzed, neutralized, and put the death, the source of the pain, in her elbow, shoulder, and her back, in the name of the Lord Jesus. We take dominion over your body. This body belongs to the Most High God. It's been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. So, therefore, we take dominion over and we subdue it. And we bring it subject right now in the name of the Lord Jesus to the preeminency of Christ, to the Lordship of Christ. We speak right now to the source of the pain, and we command it to adjust right now. We speak to every nerve in Jesus' name. We speak to the spine in the name of the Lord Jesus, uh, and we command it to divine align and we command it to function to the divine order which the Most High God created to function, even now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord God, that which, O God, has been assigned to her, we command it to descend to its rightful place under her feet, now in Jesus' mighty name. And Spirit of the living God, we thank you for quickening, quicken her body from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, even now in the name thank of the Lord Jesus, Jesus. We call her healed, we call her delivered, thank and we call her God. free And now. By right. the fire of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' mighty name, it is thank done in And you, Now begin to move it now. Begin to move thank it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank and you, And move that back in thank the name you. of the Lord Jesus. Thank begin you. to move it.
0: Thank you, Jesus. What are you sensing in
1: your body at this time? Thank you, Jesus. I felt it. Thank you, Jesus. Search for the pain. Search for the pain.
0: I feel it. Thank you, Jesus. Any pain? No, I don't feel it. Thank you, Jesus.
1: So who just healed you then? God. That's right. The Lord Jesus just healed you. He just delivered you. Now you continue to just give him praise. What about your back? Just move your back. Move your back. Yeah, I don't feel it. And I want you to repeat after me. Say, I decree. I decree. And I declare.
0: And I declare.
1: No more sickness in the Lord's body.
0: No more sickness in the Lord's body.
1: In Jesus' name...
0: In Jesus' name,
1: I am whole. I am whole. In my spirit. In my spirit. In my soul.
0: In my soul.
1: In my body.
0: In my body. Body.
1: And I am covered.
0: And I am covered.
1: By the blood of Jesus.
0: By the blood of Jesus. Thank you.
1: All right. So go ahead and rejoice and give God praise for that. I want to thank our radio audience for standing in agreement with our sister. The only enemy is the devil. People is not our enemy. You see how the Lord Jesus just manifested in our sister? See, ladies and gentlemen, this is spiritual warfare. This is spiritual warfare. We're taking authority over that which is illegal. Sickness and disease is illegal. Poverty is illegal. Why? Jesus died. He died to deliver us from the power of death, the power of Satan. I almost said poverty, authority. The authority of Satan, the authority of principles and the powers, the authority of sickness and disease, the authority of poverty, the authority of confusion. He had come to do it. It's our job to execute it. It's our job to execute it. Now, we thank God for our sister. We thank God for the Lord Jesus Christ manifesting himself in her spirit, soul, and her body. And that devil will not return. We speak it, decree, and declare it will not. The spirit of infirmity will not return. And now that the spirit of God will continue to minister life and the strength of Jesus in her spirit, her soul, and her body, that she will be able to walk around and she will be able to enjoy life and not tolerate life. Jesus said, I come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. It is Jesus, God's desire uh, for you and I to experience abundant life. If we are not experiencing it, then we have made uh, the cross uh, in vain. We have made it in vain. It's not in vain. We have made it in vain because we refuse to believe and take authority over the enemy. That's challenging the Lord's body. Your body belongs to the Lord. My body belongs to the Lord. It has been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. That devil have no right to our body, our soul, our heart, our mind, our spirit. He have no right. He have absolutely no right. And so the Lord God is doing this thing, and I pray uh, uh, that all of us on this line will take a hold and walk in victory. As a matter of fact, if there's anyone else that was challenged uh, that you would lay hold, you would take on uh, uh, that prayer that we prayed for her, you receive it for yourself. You receive it for your mother. You receive it for your brother, your father, your sister, nephew, niece, uncle, and aunt. You receive it for your pastor. This is how the supernatural work, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a natural thing, it's a supernatural thing. This is not a, something that is confined to one person, but this is a spiritual matter. Sickness and disease is spiritual. So we can lay hold on that that prayer. We can receive it if I said, and I guarantee you will receive manifestation. You'll begin experiencing it. Amen? all right we have another uh uh caller erico nine one seven seven five six uh do you have a question uh you desire prayer you're on the air erico nine one seven okay i suppose they um uh, okay uh i suppose you uh, uh, okay. Let me see I got another person here. Okay, area code two one two. I don't know is uh do yes. I have okay. you have a, a question or you have prayer?
2: Prayer, sir. Prayer uh, what do
1: you need prayer for? Um may I
2: may may we speak after or or may or maybe speak now?
1: You have to speak now. Is it is it private?
2: Um,
1: because this is a prayer line, and then if you want to receive what our sister just received, all of us will be joining forces together and believing with you. I want everybody to understand this. I got an email uh, from someone. Uh, uh, you can go to a website if you need prayer requests for anything. We have a, a prayer form that you can fill out. Uh, but the individual, uh, when they fill the prayer form out, I could not pray for them uh, because they made a statement, you know, I want you to pray but about a certain situation, but God knows. Okay, so, so I pray. I mean, they said God knows, and then they, won't, they didn't want me to pray for them because God is a specific God. The Bible says in the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 6, it said, Be careful for nothing but everything by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving. Let your requests, your requests be made known. Yeah. And there's nothing any human being on the face of the earth should be embarrassed enough about a thing if we want our healing, we want yeah. our deliverance.
2: Yes, my so name.
1: Everybody's is... challenged with something from the enemy. Every human being on the face of the earth, the devil attacks us and challenges us, but we stand against it.
2: Yes, my name is Diana.
1: Okay, Diana, what you want prayer for?
2: Uh, prayer for my health. Um, I've been having um, uh, my heart and financial. So okay. it, has, it has me stressed.
1: Okay. Do uh, you do you have any pain in your heart at this present time?
2: Uh, y- uh yes.
1: It's not. Yes. Okay. Uh, but it's not as intense.
2: As sometimes it is.
1: Okay. Do you believe that today, uh, as we pray for you, that the Lord Jesus is going to total, uh, bring you to a place of total restoration, that there will be no more pain from this day forward? Yes. Okay. Now, let's deal with the finances. You said finances. Uh, once again, we have to be specific. Uh, there's a certain amount of money that you need God to do. Ladies and gentlemen, I need to educate everyone on this phone, on this uh, uh, broadcast. If a person say God, I need a car, God can't give you a car because there's thousands of cars, uh, mates and models. We have to be specific, just like when God created us. He was specific when he created the sun and the moon. He was specific, so there's got to be a specific amount of money that you need from God. A thousand dollars, a thousand dollars
2: extra a month.
1: A thousand dollar extra month. That's the way it works. Okay. Father, we just lift up Diana before you. She belongs to you. We deliver Diana into your hands, and no one is able to redeem her out of her hand, out of your hand. Deliver her out of your hands. We thank you and we praise you for your great love, O oh God, that's been extended towards Diana. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ, dying on Calvary's cross, for the remission of her sin and the restoration of her spirit, soul, heart, mind, and her body unto you, her relationships, her finances. Father, we, your kingdom has already come, and we thank you, Lord God, for kingdom authority and kingdom dominion being exercised even this morning, this evening, this afternoon, towards Diana. And, Father, as we pray for her and war for her and battle for her, we cancel all satanic, demonic, flesh, and soulish manipulation that's been assigned to her to block and to hinder, Oh God, her relationship, fellowship, and communion with you. We command right now to come down everything that has exalted itself above the knowledge, the will, and the purpose of God for Diana. And we command it to descend under her feet now in Jesus' mighty name. Even, oh God, anxiety, even the source of all stress in Jesus' name, we break it today in the name of Jesus, and we command it to loose its grip and its hold now in Jesus' name. We speak to the whole heart and the source of the pain that comes to the heart. We say no more in Jesus' name. We command her heart to function to the divine order, which God himself created it to function in the name of the Lord Jesus. So therefore, any malfunction, we command it to be divinely corrected now in Jesus' mighty name. Now in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for ministering the very life of Christ to her heart in Jesus' name. Now, Lord, she needs an extra $1,000 a month. You know her circumstance and situation, O oh God. She's specific. She asks you for 1000 extra a month. Now we pray that you would create circumstances, and situations, O oh God. O oh God, a door, O oh God, to be open for her to receive an extra $1,000 a month. I'm asking you, Father, to go beyond what she asks. You are the God that is more than enough. We don't ask you for a thousand. God, give her fifteen hundred, O oh God. Grace, uh, bring her to the place that she will go, or oh, you'll bless her exceedingly abundantly above all she's able to even ask. She asks for a thousand. You're the God of abundance. You're the God that exceeds what we ask, exceeds what we think. And we thank you for the supernatural flow in her spirit, in her soul, in her body, in her circumstances, her situation. We thank you for the disbursement of legions of angels to go forth and to battle on her behalf, creating the circumstances and the situation for the extra $1,500 a month. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Lord God, we speak in open heaven over her life, even now in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, we have cancered all satanic, demonic, soulish flesh and manipulation by the blood of the cross, even now we call it paralyzed, neutralized, and put to death every enemy of her progress. In Jesus' name, every enemy of her divine health, in Jesus' name, arise, Lord Jesus. Receive the maximum amount of glory out of Diana's life, in Jesus' name. Let the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ be made manifest in her. cause other people to believe and trust as a result of your manifestation in her life. We thank you for your great love being uh, displayed towards her. In Jesus' name, it's done, settled, and sealed in the name of Jesus. I simply want you to speak out of, uh, speak this, if you will. See, the power is in your mouth, the power is in your tongue. You shall have what you say. I want you to simply say, "Father." Father. I agree. I agree. With the prayer. With the prayer. That was released. That was released. Towards me. Towards me. I believe it.
2: I believe it. I receive it. I receive it. And I call it done. And I called it done. And the gates of hell. And the gates of hell. Cannot prevail. Cannot prevail.
1: Against this prayer.
2: Against this prayer.
1: In Jesus' name.
2: In Jesus' name.
1: And I seal this prayer.
2: And I feel this prayer. By the atoning blood. By the atoning blood. Of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Of, of our Lord and our Savior, of Jesus Savior Jesus Christ. The Jesus Christ.
1: Amen. Well, Dan, I want you, once I disconnect you, I want you to go and start rejoicing and thanking him and praising him for it, and uh, watch what he do. I want you to stand in the spirit of expectancy of, 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 of a noticeable change yes. within the next three days.
2: Amen. What do your heart
1: feel like at this present time?
2: It's still, it's still bothering me.
1: It's still bothering you. Did yes. you lay your hands on your heart as I was praying? No, sir. I want you to lay your hands on your heart at this present time. Yes. Now, Father, that which has already been released no. towards down her heart, I thank you for the anointing that destroys all every satanic, demonic manipulation. That which has been distorted in her heart, the source of the pain. We stand in agreement with those, all of our warriors that has gathered together, Lord God, on this broadcast. Our faith is released with her in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you for your power flowing in her heart, even now, making the adjustments and the ac- corrections in the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you for the renewing of her heart. We thank you for the restoration of her heart. We decree and declare that her heart, Lord God, function like a 20-year-old, even now, in the name of the Lord Jesus. We speak and decree and declare a healthy 20-year-old heart in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you and we praise you. What are you sensing in your heart at this present time, Diane? It's
2: it's it's um, it's um the same.
1: I, I can't hear you. It's the same. It's the
2: same?
1: Yes. Well, what I want you to do, I want you to begin to rejoice. I don't want you to get up to the line. I want to come back to you uh, maybe about 15 minutes or 30 minutes more into the uh, to the broadcast. And if I have to, be able to pray again, Jesus prayed for a man two times. I tell people, two times. And that was God And the man's eyes was open If I have to pray for you Two, three, four times Yes And if it's still not When we get off the line I will come back again Uh The thing is not your heart The thing is this enemy Yes And And And, and God doesn't bring Distortion to our hearts our, Any part of our body The devil does And yes. he's the And we will We will fight with you today Yes To you get Total release yes. All Thank right you. Thank you Pastor. You're welcome All right Uh Ladies and gentlemen, going back to uh, 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 our relationship with him, uh, do we know him? The strength of our warfare, the strength of our prayers, uh, the strength of our success is in knowing God, not knowing about him. Once again, that has been the enemy of the church, I believe, here in America. We are inundated. We know we can quote scriptures from Genesis to Revelation, and we so limit him because we think what we know uh about him that's it we, we god is so vast god is so awesome so god is so great god is so powerful and and there's so much about god in the kingdom of god uh um, what hinders us many times there's a uh, uh someone made, made a statement to me yesterday one of my leaders about how they was raised up and uh, what they was taught when it was raised up ladies and gentlemen god is bigger than our churches, God is bigger than our organizations. We 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 we're so ignorant if we think that what we have been raised up on that's it about God, what we what we've known about God in our circles that's it. God is too big to be contained in a denomination, a one church. God is so vast, so awesome, so great but we limit him. If we are not open up, we're going to open up our heart and our minds to allow the Holy Spirit to expand our comprehension, perception concerning God, we will always be limited. And the enemy can manipulate our limitation. Our limitation. Not our limitation of, of, of knowing God, our limitation of knowledge. God is bigger than your knowledge. He's bigger than your knowledge. The greatest people that we see that has that uh, has done great exports in the kingdom of God has been people that didn't have a Bible. How many people you know uh, that God has raised up to deliver a whole nation like Moses? He didn't have a Bible. How many people you know that God has raised up to take a people into another country that have about seven nations you one nation in to defeat nations, like Joshua did in our day and time. Joshua didn't have a Bible; the law was given during his time through Moses, but he didn't have a Bible. The priest was only the ones that were responsible of having the law, not the people. We got the Bible. We got the record from Genesis to Revelation, and we're we're less powerful. We still struggle, and, and we don't even understand it's a manipulation of the devil. We still struggle with one another, still struggle with fighting over doctrine and what we believe to be true. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is truth, not my doctrine, your doctrine. I mean, the proof is in the pudding, as they say so so we, we fight over scripture it's amazing and there's no power flowing in the life but we think knowing the scripture is power no no scriptures not power scriptures dead without the empowerment of the Holy Spirit if the Holy Spirit don't breathe life on anything that I articulate today from the scripture it's dead it's totally dead. So if it's not motivated by the Spirit and given to me by the Spirit of God, it can be the right thing, but it has no life. The Scripture have no life until the Spirit of the Living God breathes it, on it. The letter killeth, but only the Spirit give life. Even my prayer, my prayer could be prayers of death if my prayers is not Holy Spirit orchestrated or uh, unctioned by the Holy Spirit, that is more the correct word, unction coming out of me, articulated out of me by the Spirit of God, there's no life to it. There's absolutely no life to it. The life comes when it is empowered by the Spirit. I'm praying not Scripture. I can pray without praying Scripture and life happens. I'll give me an example. Remember when Abraham and and uh, Sarah went into, I forgot what land it was. where he said, "Tell the people that you're my sister." And they took her for the king. And uh, God visited the king in, in in Abimelech in a dream and said, "You touch this man's wife. This woman's a man's wife. You touch her, you're a dead man." And uh, and God released a plague. He came to Abraham and said, "Why you deceive me, man? Why you why you why you did this?" He said, "Pray for me. That 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 God will heal us." Abraham didn't pray scripture, cause there was no scripture. He prayed for him, and he was healed. Here's the uh, you know another young man. First Kings chapter 13, a prophet. Uh, no-name prophet, he said go prophesy against the altar of Baal, prophesy against the altar of Baal, the, uh, the altar uh, was destroyed, the king of Israel came to touch the man of God, his hand withered, and the king said pray for me that my hand be restored. He didn't pray scripture, he prayed to God that he knew, and the God he knew restored his hand. See, you can know scripture and don't know God, and that's the problem in the church today. That's why we're going to see much power in the church today. We've got people inundated with scripture, can quote them from Genesis and Revelation, but there's no power. And these are the people that are going to give you the most problem in the church. Because when God says something, God does something, it doesn't make any sense. And so you can't find it verbatim in the scripture because you don't know God. The principle is there, but you can't find it verbatim. And so therefore, you're going to say it's not God. These are the kind of things that trip us up, even with pastors. When God begins to expose you to a dimension of God that you never experienced before, and because of your teaching, what you was taught, it just blows your mind. Now, let's make it practical. I don't know what the Lord's getting on this, but he's trying to help us, I believe. Uh, He's always trying to help us. Take if you was raised up, and this is no offense with no one on the line, uh, on the broadcast today. Now, uh, uh, take uh, those of you that used to uh, um, not wear makeup, no jewelry, and, and 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 not getting your hair processed. Uh, 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 put chemicals in your hair. You, you use this with ladies. If you if you're part of a denomination like that, and 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 you may been in one, and you're no longer in that. And now you believe believe you believe that you got scripture backing that it is not a sin to wear makeup. You believe that it's not a sin to wear jewelry. You believe it's not a sin to get your hair uh, uh, chemically induced. Uh, uh, I don't know what you call it. Perm. You believe it's not a sin. But the moment you did it, even though you believe it was a sin, but you had done it, but the moment you did it, you feel guilty. You feel guilty. Now, are you feeling guilt because it is a sin? Or do you feel guilt even though you know it's not a sin, you just had never done it before? That's the key. You feel funny because you've never done it before. You feel funny the moment you put that makeup on, even though you've gotten revelation from God, that's not a sin. Or your or, or your your whole church begin to shift. Your church believed it one time, now they don't believe it. It's it's a sin. So you begin to shift. The problem the body of Christ is those that don't uh, those that don't wear makeup and those that don't wear jewelry and those that don't get to have, or have process, the devil will use you as an instrument to come against them and the devil will use the ones that do wear makeup against the ones that don't. He's a master manipulator of relationships. The power is not in wearing or not in wearing. The power is the internal relationship with him. Paul says it beautiful in Romans 14, 15, and 16. See, if you wear makeup and you wear jewelry and get your hair processed and there's no faith in it, you're in sin. But if you wear makeup, jewelry, and, 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 and uh, get your hair processed, by faith, there's no sin. Because you believe. And that's what the Bible talks about, about eating meat and not eating meat. Paul talks about there. He talks about serving God on on, on a different days, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That day is holy unto the Lord. Whatever day that man in his heart has set up, is holy. We shouldn't get caught over, over seven Adventists and seven Adventists against Sunday keepers. It's a manipulation of destroying the, the fiber of the church, and it causes the power of God to weaken in the church. we got to mature. we got to grow up. And we got to value and appreciate one another, regardless of of what day you serve uh, Christ in. It, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It, it, I serve Him by faith. It doesn't matter if you wear makeup and jewelry. You serve Him by faith. You trust Him, and we we need to respect one another. As long as you're not out there sinning, Amen. Uh, taking a, another woman's husband or another woman's wife, man's wife, whatever the case may be. No, no no, do you believe Jesus? Yes, do you believe he died? Yes, do you believe was virgin uh he was born of a uh, uh conceived by a virgin? Yes, do you believe he rose on the third day? Yes, do you believe he ascended on high? Yes, do you believe he sits at the right hand of the Father? Yes, that's the only thing that matters. That's the only thing that matters. It should matter. So you serve him on Saturday? I serve him on Sunday. You love Jesus, I love Jesus. I we can talk with you, fellowship, we can still hang out. We still can do things, with the case may be. Can we ever mature to that place? We get there, and we can love one another, fellowship, regardless of the day that we serve him.
2: But we I have
1: a. Uh, do I have a question by Erico six oh nine? Erico six oh nine. Okay. Well. Uh, must press it by mistake all right so but it diffuses the power of God it diffuses the power of God what causes the power to flow our agreement our oneness let's agree that Jesus is Lord let's agree that Jesus is master let's agree that Jesus is King. let's agree now if God sent you to a church you got to submit to the authority of the church it should not be any division within that church You should be in agreement with whatever, if God sent you there. And there may be some things you may not believe, but God sent you there. You have to make adjustments. As long as that thing is not a sin, you have to make adjustments. And maybe what you think is right is not right. And what you think is right, it could be right. And maybe God may uh, bring you to the place. You develop a relationship uh, with the pastor. And, and, and God may allow you to help the pap see some things that he never seen before but if that's what your motive is God will never do it God would never do it he would never do it because you don't qualify to speak into nobody's life when you're not submitted to nobody and that is the ignorance in the church today people I heard people say well God sent me to the church to teach this church something God sent you to that church to teach somebody something. That's out of order. If God's going to send you there to be a part of the leadership team, then God is sending you there because that person, that leadership team has something that you need just as well as they may need something that you have. Because I believe that when God sends people, connect people, everybody has something to offer. It's just like when you're getting married. Your wife should have something she brings to the table. Your husband should have something he brings to the, hus- uh, bring to the table. Everybody should have something they bring to the table that one another need, And that's how the two becomes one. They submit one to another because both of them have a dimension of Christ in them that the other person has. Are we getting this, ladies and gentlemen? So the power can flow. One will put a thousand to flight, Two will put 10,000 to flight. Do Satan know that? Absolutely. So his goal is to come to divide and conquer. To divide and conquer. One of the uh, uh, challenges in, 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 in Christendom, uh, this constantly come up every time I teach in the areas of deliverance uh, 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 can a Christian have a demon? It is so, to me, silly, even though I was raised up, uh, uh, I was taught in, in, uh, what I was raised up, and that a Christian, uh, I, don't, I don't even think it was taught because uh, those kind of things wasn't taught, but I think it was just the, the normal belief that a Christian could not have a demon until I started encountering it. And, uh, and you got to understand something, your belief system usually, usually is limited to what you've been exposed to. So if you ain't been nowhere, if you haven't encountered anything and anything else but your own denomination or, or your own friends, or whatever the case may be, it's so ignorant for you to limit yourself and your thinking. Uh, I have traveled uh, numerous places, but I'm so open and exposed to other great men and uh, women of God. My bishop, uh, they have a deliverance ministry. Uh, bishop Hammond, I have a deliverance ministry where I know that a lot of their staff has gone through deliverance. And probably Bishop himself, I don't know about him, but I know the majority of people on their staff has gone through deliverance. They have a deliverance ministry. Um, Apostle Maldonado has the largest Spanish church in, in, in the world today. Uh, well, I don't know about the world in the United States. No, he don't have it in the world. Because he has a spiritual son that a 100,000 members. And I think they have about eighteen twenty thousand. 20,000 uh uh how a deliverance ministry they take their whole leadership through deliverance uh i can just name uh, ministries over and over and over and these ministries that power God really flow through these ministries so but then you have somebody that is limited has never been exposed to this but i was taught this it's so ignorant for us to even make those statements you was taught something It's one thing to be taught something, another thing to encounter something. God is bigger than what you've been taught. And all what you and I know together, every human being, every Christian on the face of the earth, is a drop in a bucket compared to God. We can put all of our knowledge, our encounters with God, into one bucket and compare it to the ocean of the omniscience of our God. So we, we... we close ourselves off to encounters with God. One of the most fascinating things to me is one of the fathers of deliverance was a Baptist preacher out of Chicago. Anybody know anything about uh, deliverance have come in contact with this Baptist preacher, and he stumbled upon deliverance. He, I mean, he, think about it. He, that The average Baptist, we've got more Baptists now that believe in the Baptist of the Holy Spirit, but at that time, uh, uh, back in the, I think, 70s, if I'm not mistaken, uh uh, this guy wrote a tremendous, but tremendous, tremendous uh, deliverance. Uh, he's dead now, but the presence of that man and the anointing is still in that church. I went there. Somebody told me I never heard of the guy. Went there for deliverance training and saw manifestation that will blow your mind. And uh, people, but were, were these sinners or Christians? The majority of them was Christians. The majority of them were Christians. You said, well, can a, demon, uh, can a Christian be possessed? Well, once again, we're uh, playing with semantics here, possession over oppression. Now, I'll I go with the, the word oppression, uh, uh, satanically oppressed. Uh, uh, I don't believe Satan can own you and God own you. This is my personal belief. Uh, but you, I believe, you can have. The, I've seen it. I mean, we don't take. We have taken our leadership through the deliverance. Uh, uh, when I first came in and uh, in contact, uh, not commenting. When I first started the church, and we had great manifestation. We took the whole church through one time. I mean, we saw children uh, manifesting demons talking out of children. But the devil loved you for you not to believe. He loved you because, as a matter of fact he said, I already got you. I'll already have you. So, ladies and gentlemen, let us not be ignorant and concerned of the devices of the enemy. Let's not get caught up in anything. I guarantee you, if I begin to do mass deliverance and if you was open to God, it'll never work if you're not open. You're open to God and say, God, I don't want anything in me. I guarantee you, the majority of people on this broadcast will stop manifesting. They don't know. You open up doors. Paul says, tell us not to uh, give no place to the devil. You can open up a door for so, so for satanic intrusions. Not possession, intrusions of oppression. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power, and he went about doing good, healing all of those that was oppressed of the devil. You're oppressed because doors have been opened. And the number one door, the number, I won't say number one, but there are several doors that will cause uh, demonic uh, intrusions in your life. Uh, to me, the number one, that may not be the number one in God's eyes is unforgiveness. It's the, the the thing that will automatically cause satanic intrusions into your life. The Bible even tells us that you'll be turned over to the tormentors, those that re- refuse to forgive their brother. And God says, I can't forgive you if you don't forgive. And you will be delivered into the hands of the tormentor. Who do you think the tormentors are? Who do you think the tormentors are? They're demon spirits. They'll come to torment you because when you refuse to forgive, You now has opened up a legal door, a legal door for the enemy to come in and to torment you because you refuse to forgive somebody that's hurt you, wounded you. Maybe you need to do some teachings on these things uh, uh, to help people get educated. Um, uh, Unforgiveness and um, uh, sexual sins, uh, to me, probably the next uh, door to open up to a satanic intrusion uh, into a person's life. Uh, fornication, adultery, homosexuality, lesbianism, bestiality, incest, uh rape, um uh, uh exposure. Exposures people that go around and, and, and they're exposing themselves, but they're up under the influence and in, uh of demonic uh, activity. So uh unforgiveness and sexual uh activity opens up the door for satanic Manipulation against us and a whole number of other things. Uh, Galatians talk about the works of the flesh. That's the only way demonic forces can have an intrusion through the workings of the flesh. That's what God Christ uh, 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 condemned. Ladies and gentlemen, I recognize my time is up. And uh, uh, unless we have somebody else that need prayer, I'm going to go back to Sister Diane and pray for her if uh if the uh pain have not alleviated. Uh do anyone else need prayer for anything before we uh dismiss you uh uh this morning? And I pray that you have got some from the Lord uh, this morning as we begin to articulate. Now let me uh see here real quick if you will if those that desire you can uh, join me in uh battling with our sister. You stay online if you will. Okay, sister Diane, how's your heart? uh are you sensing in your heart at this time? Uh, it's the same. It's the same. All right, let us join forces, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. I'm you to put your hand back on your heart uh, at this present time. Uh, and we're going to take authority and exercise our authority and dominion over these, over uh, the spirit of infirmity as well as that which has been distorted. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we join our faith together once again with Sister Diana. Lord God, we as we lift her up before you, we take dominion over her heart that you created. We subdue her heart that you created. We speak right now in the name of the Lord Jesus to every vow in her heart in Jesus' name. We speak to the function of the heart, and we command and speak to uh, this heart. And we do command you to function to the divine order which the Most High God Created this heart to function. This heart has been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. This heart has been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. We speak to the source of the pain. We command the pain to dissipate and die now by the blood of the cross. Dissipate and die. Dissipate and die. Dissipate and die. Dissipate, dissipate now in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of the living God. Holy Spirit, we pray that you will quicken Diana's heart. Quicken Diana's heart. Quicken Diana's heart, make alive her heart, even now, Spirit of the Living God, even now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we speak right now to even her arteries in Jesus' name. And we thank of what God took for a clear passage of her heart in the name of the Lord Jesus. We forbid any blockages. Of her uh, arteries in Jesus' name, and we command her arteries, so oh God, to be liberated, and we command them to function to the divine order, which the Most High God commanded it to, uh, created it to function. We speak, decree, and declare, Lord God, the liberty of blood flow from her heart to the rest of her body, even now in the name of the Lord Jesus, from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet. We speak it, decree, and declare to be. We call and de- call her heart. Uh, call her heart subject uh, to the Lordship of Christ. We command her heart to uh, be subject to the preeminency of Christ, even now in the name of Jesus. Divine health is hers. Jesus is the healer of her heart. Stand up, Lord Jesus, and manifest yourself in her heart even now. Manifest yourself in her heart even now. We give you glory, sir. We give you honor, and we give you praise in the name of the Lord Jesus. We call it done and settled. In the name of Jesus. Now, I want you to inhale and exhale three times, if you will, Diana. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Father, we bless you. And we magnify and we glorify you, even now in Jesus' name. Uh, We bless you. What are you sensing in your heart at this time? A little better. A little better. I didn't hear you. A little better. A little better? Okay. Okay. What I want you to do is, is rejoice uh with him and I'm going to uh when I dismiss everybody, I see your number here, I'm gonna write it down, and I'm gonna uh call you back and uh and persist with you. Uh let me uh get this down uh so I can uh call you back in a few minutes here. If there's anyone else uh, uh, that need prayer before we release you this morning or uh, this afternoon, anyone else need prayer concerning anything, uh, anybody in block, quite a few people in block uh, uh, today, and need prayer, you go ahead and type that out if you need prayer. Uh, I'm going to go back to 609, Erico uh, 609. Uh see you here, if there's anything in the see. Okay, uh, on the air, Erico 609. Apostle McKinnon Yes Apostle Coburn, I left around when I was coming into the, uh, uh, to the station I left around and hit the button hit, hit the one button And that's how I got on to you Oh, okay So that was a uh, uh, stake then Yeah, yeah God, God bless yourselves Yeah, yeah so I was going to let you know When you got finished talking That was me <laughs> Oh Well, God bless you, Apostles Good having you on I that. Bless you, bless you. Uh, the wife, and pray that you all have a powerful service on tomorrow. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. All right. Okay, anyone else uh, need prayer? Uh, this is the time, this is the season. Uh, if you need a miracle from God, go ahead and do it because we're getting ready to release you. Well, this has been your host, uh, Dr. E.J. McKenzie. We pray that the Lord has ministered something to you and challenged your thinking. I challenge your heart, your mind. Matter of fact, that was Apostle uh, Coleman. Uh, they're out of the New Jersey area, and uh, they have a uh, Powerful uh, Deliverance Ministry there. And uh, I assure you, uh, they can tell you that uh, uh, that they are seeing demonic forces manifest themselves in Christians. And so, uh, uh, the reason a lot of people say things because they never experienced it. God is bigger than your experience than my experience. So all we got to do is open ourselves to our human spirit. You will know something that's got in your spirit, because the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit. But if your spirit, man, is not sensitive and you're not free, it's going to be very difficult. You can block the sense of the Holy Spirit because of what you think is God and what you think is not God. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, uh, hey, I don't have that information. Let me see if I have that information. Well, we will be on our prayer line this uh, last Monday. Uh, this last Tuesday uh uh and Wednesday last Monday uh Tuesday and and, and Wednesday uh we will be uh, uh on uh, the line our new uh number and code for that line is erico 7124323900 uh 7124323900 we'll be there at 5 uh, 30 a.m. in the morning uh call your family and friends from all over the nation, join with us, and so we can begin uh, to push back the force of darkness and establish the kingdom of God. But once again that number is Erico 3900 The code is twenty eight seventy three eighty one pound. Twenty eight seventy three eighty one pound. Oh so that's the last Monday, Tuesday when five thirty AM in the morning. I look forward to uh, joining forces with you. Let us have a record-breaking number, people, this uh, last Monday. We had over 100 and something last month. Uh, Let us uh, have over 200 and something this month. Warriors joining faith together at 5.30 a.m. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, breaking the powers of darkness. And let me tell you what this, uh, this last Monday, Tuesday, is going to be centered around. It's going to be centered around... Uh, our liberty and our victory uh, over the dictates, craves, and passion wills of our flesh. We're going to ask God to give us a holy hatred against our flesh. The greatest enemy is not Satan or demons. It is our flesh that blocks and stops us. Our, uh, our, the appetites of our will. Uh, what I mean by that, when uh, 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 I struggle with forgiving people, I struggle with uh, having uh, uh, not having my way. i, I got to die to that. i got to die daily. And I struggled with allowing the Holy Spirit to lead me to a place of death. Ladies and gentlemen, we would never experience the glory of God, the presence of God. We would never experience God himself without you and I experiencing a death to ourselves. God grace us to die to ourselves. Grace us to die to our will. And that is when Jesus would stand up and we would encounter him in a real way. It ain't the devil. Jesus already conquered him. It's not demons. Jesus already conquered them. It's our flesh that you and I got to die daily. Paul said, I die daily. That's a decision that I got to make and you got to make. Let's do it together. And let us experience the glory of God this last Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday that you and I can be men and women that will be carriers of the glory of God because we have come to the end of ourselves. We no longer defend ourselves, He has become our defender. We no longer be the source of provision. He become our provider. We just yield to him, surrender to him, and submit to him. And the only way you can you and I can surrender is dying to ourselves. That's gonna be the essence of our time this Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. That's the last Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of the month of January. So let us enter into the blast off in the month of February because we have made a decision that we're gonna to die to ourselves. I love you guys, appreciate you all. We pray that your Sunday morning service will be dynamite powerful, and um, full of the love of God, the presence of God, the glory of God on tomorrow. Let the rest of this Saturday be blessed, uh, and I pray that you just enjoy it, enjoy your family, and uh, you're going out, go out, and just enjoy yourself. It's very warm here. I'm sure it's probably cold up to where Apostle Coleman is, but we we, we got very, very nice weather in South Florida. We thank God for it. God bless you. This has been your host, E.J. McKenzie, with the Master Key.